health, happiness, and hilarium. I'm Chase here with Ashley for episode two. <laughs> Hello. Hi. Hey. I hear you have some questions for me. Well, yes, since you bribed me with this date night that we have in front of us, <laughs> we got coronavirus nachos date night. and dip. It's really good. Vino. <laughs> um, well, <clears throat> I thought I would ask you just a few things because I feel like when you put your first podcast out there, actually, the first and the second. Um, like in the first one, you told a little bit about yourself, but I sometimes, I don't know, I just feel like maybe you didn't tell enough. So I thought I would ask you a few questions. Um, so how long have you, you're, you're a physical therapist, how long have you been practicing as a physical therapist? 12 years. Okay. So you obviously have a lot of experience helping people feel better. Mm -hmm. And um, tell me a little bit about that. Like, did you? Oh, so you want to know? Well, about yeah, because <laughs> like you owned your own practice for five years. That's like, yeah. was it five years? I think so. It felt like ten. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. But. Um, you helped a lot of people, and um, I think that that's why I like a good a reason why you'd be really good with this podcast is help because you're good with helping people and you're good with giving people advice. I think I've said that before in the last one. I think I'm just gonna say that in every single one you invite me on. Then <laughs> you're good at giving advice. Um, but um, so anyway, so what is one thing that you wish you had known before you began your career as a physical therapist? Ooh. That's a really good question. Didn't expect that. One. He doesn't expect anything good coming from <laughs> me for some reason. I don't know why, but <laughs> just, just really low expectations. <laughs> I thought this was a critique episode. No. Uh, okay, so <coughs> say the question again. Um, okay. What is one thing that you wish you had known when you began your career as a physical therapist? I would say... First thing that pops in my you know that this is probably my answer, but I, I wish I knew about myofascial release treatment before that because that really helped with treating a lot of patients and it made things a lot easier for me as a therapist. So that that's one thing that I wish I knew more about or had studied bef early on. Um, yeah, that's that's probably my quick answer. I mean, I have a lot to. What is myofascial release? You know, oh. people are going to be oh. like, "What the heck is that?" It's a, it's a hands-on. Treatments, a very gentle yet effective hands-on treatment technique that I, I happen to do a lot with my patients. Um, and yeah, it's just very, very effective and very, very gentle and, and just a great technique um, that I learned from John Barnes. Um, but yeah, that, that, was, that comes to mind first thing. You know, besides that, just trying, you know, trying different methods, learning different techniques, studying, you know, with different therapists. Uh, you just get more and more information from different people over the years. Um, that you know, you learn a lot in school, but you don't learn everything in school. So it takes a lot of hands-on experience, and you come out of school and you're very, very you know, new and green, and you just think you know everything, but you're really just starting. You're just at the starting 
point of getting to know how patients respond and what they need and how they how they're going to present. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Good question. Well, <clears throat> okay. So this is kind of um, like in your in your last podcast, you were answering a friend's questions and telling him how you just kind of tell him how you try to manage your time with having the kids and finding time to exercise. Mm-hmm. Um, By the way, our, our 10 year old said that I, I need to go over how to exercise with kids like a present. So we'll do that in an episode at some point too. Yeah, that'll be fun. She would probably like to be on it with you. She would love to, but I don't know if we can do that. <laughs> <laughs> she, she could at least say hi. But anyway, um, so working as a physical therapist, being a dad of four kids, Mm -hmm. trying to find time to exercise, Mm -hmm. um, take care of yourself while taking care of others, what is a typical day or like the week basically like for you? Busy. (laughs) (laughs) Crazy busy. But, But managing. But you find time to. To do everything you need to do take care of yourself yeah I mean I, I I mean I have to put this out there so people know like I, I don't watch a lot of television um, if I'm going to listen to something on YouTube or a podcast or something like that I'm, I'm probably doing something while I'm doing it I'm usually <laughs> not doing entertainment stuff only so if I'm watching TV I'm working out a lot of times so Chase and I are very different because I am like a relax I, I like to I work with the kids all day and then I do my work I work in the evening from home and then I just like to sit down and relax pull my feet up and not you know not think about exercising so that's not on my mind (laughs) I just I I, like I said to Chase before it's like you know my schedule with exercising because I don't I don't really have one so right um but somehow, I don't know, somehow Chase fits it all in. But anyway, um, do you feel that, um, like, obviously we're different now in our 30s than we were in our 20s. And things, you know, life happens. But do you feel that you're you're actually less strong now than you were in your <laughs> 20s? No, really. I mean, really. Be- probably okay, yes, so- right? Because, well, <clears throat> and I'm not even saying that because, like, just not exercising as much. But, I mean just losing muscle mass like because you're getting older oh, okay that's a great question too but no you don't lose muscle mass just because you get older I mean you can actually build muscle mass later um, especially you know if you imagine if you're like I, I was thin running in my 20s you know I, I didn't have as much muscle mass I actually had less muscle mass in my 20s than I had in my teens and then I kind of stayed thin you know I was working out and I stayed thin and active and now I actually have a little bit more muscle mass because I'm working out. I mean, but you're if you're like if you're if you're like the lady with like like trying to help out with like Christmas trees, then you probably are very strong out of very very what? <laughs> Do you want me to tell the story about the lady with the Christmas tree? Is that what you're trying to say? No, I was just. Oh. I mean. It's a funny story. I mean, I guess you could tell it because I, that oh was just weird gosh. that I said that. <laughs> Okay, so here's the funny story about the lady with the Christmas tree. So, <clears throat> Ashley and I had to buy a Christmas tree when we were first married. Fake 
Christmas tree. So we went to a department store and picked one out. It was after Christmas, I believe. Yeah, they were on sale. And they were on sale for a good price, right? Which I love that. So it was a good price and I picked it out with Ashley and they, we went over to the checkout and said, I said, we want this Christmas tree over here and do you go over and scan it or do you want me to get a tag off of it or do I have to bring the whole thing over here because it's right by the door and you know we're like in the middle of this store so so to my, in my brain I'm thinking they could just scan it and they don't no one has to carry this box back and forth but anywho the woman talking to us was probably middle-aged at the time you know probably like 40s or 50s something like that and Really nice and sweet. No, the woman at the no, 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 there's two. There's two women. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew you were going to interject there. <laughs> okay, like, there there's two women. The woman talking us to begin with, the woman talking with us to start was in, like, middle age. Um, so we'll say she was 45. Which she does, I don't think she has anything to do with the story, though. She does. She does. So, so we'll make her 40. <laughs> what? Who's telling this story? Is this my story or your story? Okay, go on. Okay. Go on. We're all waiting. So, uh, wait for the hilarious part. Oh, man. There's all this pressure all the time. Just pressuring anymore. Uh, so, the, the middle aged woman, who was very sweet, by the way, she was going to, I think she was going to go scan it. And she was acting like it was no big deal to do so. And then there was this woman who was up in her years, not sure how old she was, but let's just say that she was. She was old. She was past the most people's retirement age. We'll say that, right? Okay. So, so she just goes, "What? Well, you can't, you can't get it. You can't pick it up. I'll get it." And she darts over there to get the <laughs> box by herself. So then the middle-aged woman is following her up, like she's gonna go back her up to get this tree. And I'm like, "I can carry it. It's not a big deal. I can get it." Yeah, I can get she it. didn't think you could though. Apparently not. You did not she look was, all that strong. <laughs> I did not look strong at all to this lady that was probably like 80. I don't know. She was up there in age. Oh, well. So she, so they go over to grab this tree. And it's not crazy heavy, but it's definitely awkward weight. You know, picking up a Christmas tree in a big box, it's awkward weight. So she starts trying to pick it up. Remember this? She starts trying to pick it up by herself. And then the other woman grabs the other end of it and... They start picking it up, and the the middle-aged woman gets up all the way with the with the weight. You know, she's standing up tall, and the other woman is like halfway. She's bent over, and her back <laughs> is this horrible position. It's, no, it's you're just, thinking about her back. It's like rounded out, <laughs> holding onto the box. It, oh I'm my like gosh. just picturing all the injuries that are going to occur this woman, and I'm like, I, I, I can get, I can. Yeah, like, you know, it's no, fine. No, what, she's like, a lot she's like, of there's a lot it. of life circumstances where Chase will look at me and say, yeah, that, that, that's like, she I'll see that it. person in my, in my office eventually. You know, oh no, yeah, she was in somebody's hurt. office on they're Monday. Get hurt. <laughs> it was like a Saturday, by, by Monday she was in someone's office with ER or something like that. My back, it went out, I have no idea what I did. She, she, it was crazy, like I just, I felt so bad and I was, I was trying to help her, but she wouldn't let me. She was like, no, 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 no. Anyway, so they carried the box back, checked me out, paid for it, and then I just picked it up myself and walked out of the store. Mm-hmm. And I look like a big jerk. <laughs> <laughs> look at this guy making them care of this box. Oh anyway. Oh my gosh. Anyway. Yeah, I don't know. I don't but know. no. But yeah, back, but back that's, to a good point. I was you like talking about losing stress <laughs> get older. Okay, so there because are Because I think, well, I, I'm not, like, I think that 
you know, a lot of people who might watch your podcast are parents and they're, or, you know, or even older, like, I, I mean, grandparents even, you know, and, and I mean, like, anybody could watch, anyone really. Listen. And, it's, you're saying but, watch, but listen. Yeah, er, listen, whatever. This is YouTube. <laughs> I don't have a camera here. But, um, <laughs> but I feel like, a, you know, an excuse that people use to not work out or to not, you know, take care of themselves is right. like, I'm getting older, or oh, right. I'm too old for that, or whatever. Yeah, so that's why I just true. Throw it's that true. That's a pretty common human excuse. So um, I'm getting older, aging. Well, the people will tell you that. Providers will tell you you're getting older to try to try to make you more realistic. There's a difference between being realistic and then just being making excuses about it. And that's that's really what's important is that. You're gonna get older, yes. You might not be able to do exactly what you did before, yes. You might have more injuries, yes. All these things happen, sure. But it's just not, oh, I can't do anything. Do you have your cell phone on during this? Yeah, I'm, this, re I'm reading something. Says, Is that the what? sign says silent cell phones. <laughs> oh, man. It's just, uh, it's just it's not important. Urgent. It's more important no, than this, so. Okay, great, it's not <laughs> urgent at all. No, no, okay, yeah. Uh, so, so the point is, is that you have to work at it over time so even if you're getting older yeah you just work on it you work on what you can keep doing the exercises you can maintain a good amount of strength there are people that are doing marathons even even the um iron man that are they're up in their years you know they're in their sixth decade you know these people mm -hmm. they're not you know according to what you're saying is people's excuses they're not supposed to, be able to do this but absolutely they can you can actually put on muscle mass up in your 70s and 80s, sure. People make huge gains, and they do really well. I mean, there's, there, you can, you can see these people doing um, crazy things. Like, I mean, even, even running, swimming, sports, any activities, dance. You know, talk about ballet. I mean, you can do it if your body handles it well, and if you stay in shape. But if you neglect your body and you don't do things right, like let's say that I just come home every day, I drink six sodas, I eat a dozen donuts. And I don't work out. Well, then I'm not going to be able to do anything physical really well after a couple of years of that. Right. Okay, so there was a time in your life that you did get away a little from exercising and taking right. care of yourself. And that's what makes you feel good. And you kind of neglected that because um, you were very busy, obviously, with the kids, but also owning your own practice. And mm -hmm. um, so you know, working two jobs and you kind of, I think, had a little bit of the mindset you got, like what other people are thinking, what a lot of people think is that you just didn't have the time and you didn't have the energy to get up and do it when we're waking up in the middle of the night with kids and stuff. So mm -hmm. what have you learned from that? Like, I, I, th I think it's, I think it's important to have balance in life. And sometimes even when you know that you need to have balance and that you're unbalanced, you still have trouble getting out of that rut. So for me, working at the practice became so important. You try to uphold your routine. You have to, you can't be consumed by it. So, so if this is how I look at it, now other people might operate completely differently, so you might not be able to relate to this, but for me, it was, I was consumed by work. So if I worked 10, 12 hour days, that was, that was satisfaction in itself. That was the good day. But at the same time, I was 
not happy with that lifestyle. Like working 12 hours a day and then not exercising was not a happy day. Like if, let's say I was a single person who didn't have a family, 12 hours a day might be a breeze because you don't have, I, I have four kids and a wife. Like, I mean, it's totally different than if, if, if you're starting off in the world, you're 23 years old, just getting out of school or something like that, and you're working 12 hours a day, you might not care. You know, we know people that have done that for years in their career when they first mm-hmm. start out, and it's not that wearing because that's their life. But for me, I had a life. And then a second and a third, and I had so many lives going on mixed together, it was just too hard to balance. And I honestly felt worse because I lost exercise. I wasn't doing any martial arts. I wasn't doing any running. I wasn't doing any physical training. You know, there was just work. And and then it was caffeine because caffeine kept me awake because I wasn't sleeping as much. I was getting up early, taking on more and more work and responsibility, and it just was too much. And then I needed to find balance, which I luckily did, which is mm-hmm. part of the reason why we wanted to do this podcast, because help other people with that same rut, you know, get, get stuck in the rut and you got to get out of it. Find your balance. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, especially so like now during um, when the pandemic hit, a lot of people are even more in a rut because they feel even sure. though we have more time on our hand, like in 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 some aspects of life, like we do have more time on our hands um, because we can't go out as much as we did before. You know, not that, not that you and I ever went out that much before. We go but out you, all the time. No, you know Listen, what I mean. Listen, if you have four um, kids and you don't get out three times a week, then you're just not living. No, I think, <laughs> anyway. Um, we don't get out too much, no. <laughs> we need baby, who wants to babysit four kids? Come on, let's, who? You babysit one, maybe two. Once you get to three or four, people are like, are you crazy? You want me to watch all those kids? Nobody wants so, to watch them. So this is going to be a, a, a challenging question um, for, for you, I think, oh in a way. But, um, challenging question. What do you feel is your your biggest... Um, my weaknesses are... Your, your biggest failure, and what did you learn oh, from it? My biggest failure. Oh, God. Oh, gosh. They're going to ask me my, my, my strengths and my weaknesses... And okay, <laughs> well, I'm the one asking questions, so <laughs> my biggest failure. Oh my gosh, you're not a failure, by the way. You're, I'm kind of what I'm getting at. You're, is, so you're I think, saying that I have more than one people, failure? Well, no, I, no, okay, maybe this is bad. So it's not bad at all. No, this, what I, I'm, I'm thinking, totally, no, what totally I'm thinking is, if, so people, so um, a lot of people, you know, on podcasts will talk about like how they can help people and a lot of their positive, you know, positive advice or whatever it's they want to give. And and Just there are people going through matter. people going through like a lot of hardships right now or a different like stumbling blocks. And I'm just wondering, you know, what have you learned in your life that is, you know, something that like uh, it, well, I'm gonna just put it out there. I mean, like on paper, on a resume, I look like there isn't much failure. And in a conversation, I can run it with all kinds of accomplishments. Sure, absolutely. That that'd be easy to do. But in all honesty, I mean, there's nobody on this earth that doesn't fail and fail often, most likely. You know, if you look at the most successful people, that they're all failures in some degree. I mean, you could take any historical figure 
go through, look at what they did, positive, negative, whatever, and, and there's failures, accomplishments, there's all kinds of things. And it's absolutely true. I mean, I, I would say I've had a number of failures, you know, and, and, and the failures don't have to be things that someone else would consider a failure. Like I was a good athlete. So was that an accomplishment? Sure. To me, at times it was a failure because I wasn't at the level that I wanted to be at. So although I ran in college, I wasn't the best on my team. So to, to me, at times that was a failure, which is stupid and kind of uh, young thinking. But it, it was at the time important, you know, and that was how I felt about it. But there was other times where I felt on top of the world. You know, I felt like I was a great at accomplishing things and, and, and just very, very ahead of the game. And and that's that's very individual and some people are very good at at feeling accomplished and some people are not and i think that over time what you need to do is work on it try to get better at understanding it so for example if you you were a swimmer so if you swim what, what event would you say give me an event because <laughs> what was my event i don't want to screw up the swim events yeah you give don't me an event know my swim event is that what you're telling you, me right you, now you, i know you're in the relay you're great in the relay oh i'm great with other backstroke people. i know okay. you did backstroke I, I did backstroke. But I don't know the, um, like, distances and stuff. Yeah, so like what? 50 free, 100 50 free, 100 free. free. Okay. The sprints, the, the quick races. Okay, so let's say, let's, say, let's say you were on one of the best teams in the state, which you were, and you were one of the best swimmers on the team, which you were, and you're just not number one, though. And you feel like you're not good because you're not beating all of your teammates. I mean, that's how it's – when you get up and up and – competitions that's what it's yes. like you just and do you want me to tell you something else this is sure. something that a friend and I just had a conversation with the other day people um, feel more down on themselves now because of social media because they're like comparing themselves to other people yeah. all the time Absolutely. and oh this person could do that and I can't and okay this so is doing this and I can't yeah so I don't mean to interrupt you but um, <laughs> no it's fine I'm used to it you uh, I'll be talking, and Chase just walks out of the room. <laughs> like, literally. I'm still listening. I'm just busy with walk, the kids. He, no, he literally, he, it's like he's thinking about something else. He forgets that I'm even talking, and then he just walks out of the room. He only can't do that now because he's got a mic, mic attached to him. Yeah, I can't go anywhere with this. <laughs> do they have a wireless version of this? If uh, there was, you wouldn't be here I right now. You would be in, in the other room talking to me from no, there. No, it's, it's not that I'm. I'm not trying to. It's just. It's hard. Okay, this is a this is a tangent and a half, but it's hard sometimes for me to sit still and talk because I've done that all day with people. So person after person, I sit there and listen to them, and sometimes it's very lengthy conversations and, and assessments, and then I have the kids questioning me and asking me stuff and asking me to do things and they, I eh, sometimes I tend to start going into the second thing before the first thing's done and I'm working on that mm -hmm. <laughs> but anyway so yeah um, absolutely For social media I mean social media has positives and negatives just like anything just like you know cars for example you know cars do great things for us but at the same time they, they can be dangerous so you know it's good and bad we have this good and bad we have this balance and you know the I've heard this before. Social media, people have trouble because they're comparing themselves to everybody. What you have to do is appreciate what you're reading, seeing, whatever, without comparing. That's the same thing with sports. Uh -huh. You have to stop comparing yourself. If you have a PR and swim in the 50 free, it doesn't matter if your teammate's beating you by three seconds is going to go to whatever college, Division One scholarship, 
maybe even the Olympics. It doesn't matter. The point is, is that you had a PR, personal record, you are accomplished that day and you should feel good about it, which is what people need to realize. And sometimes it takes years before you realize it. Sometimes after your career you're done and you realize that, oh, I was successful. Successful uh, is just how you feel about your career or about your sport or whatever. That's, it has nothing to do with it. So if someone is a runner, right, because I, I, I'm a runner, and, and someone comes to me and goes, what's your, what's your best run? For the mile, and I'm like, well, my best run is a, a 435, right? It's an equivalent of a 435, and they're like, oh, that's great, that's amazing, right? That's a really fast mile, and I'm like, and it's all right. Well, I'm like, it's all right because my teammate was kicking my butt, and my other teammate was kicking my butt, and you know, like I had teammates that were beating me. We'd go to certain schools, and I wouldn't win, and I that that so it was accomplishment in high school. If you're running a 435, you're doing really well, but if you're in the Olympics, you're not even getting the Olympics. You're not even getting the Olympic trials with that kind of time. So. It was a difference in that time for, you know, but I felt good about myself. And that's, like I said, that, that's, that's very personal. And, um, but yeah, getting back to the original question, which is about failures. Yeah, I failed about stuff. You know, I've had financial dumb decisions. I have an extra car right now because I bought a used car thinking I was so smart. Uh, and the car sucks. And it's sitting in my driveway. <laughs> and it is my lawn ornament. You know, <laughs> That's a pretty nice one. <laughs> you know, and I'm not devastated by that, but it's no. Listen, it's it's not a, it's not a success Listen, story. I, I don't see you as a failure. I no, I, I was. I, you're definitely not. You're far from that. Um, but you're. You know, like I was just. There are a lot of people that feel that they are. So, I wanted you to, or especially if they can't find the time to. No, and keep then, up with other people with like right. the exercising or like what we were talking right. about. Right, and that's the, the competitive part. I think the competitive com- part and uh, and competitiveness and is good. I'm for, trying to show that you too were in that like rut. rut as well. I was in the financial competitive rut. Yeah, I was in the the rut to to keep up with the Joneses. I would say you know, and and I wasn't really that wasn't my focus to keep up with the Joneses, but but I was I was trying to make more money. I was trying to get ahead. I was trying to to move up in the world, and and that. That's a thing that's, at this point, I, I've come to the conclusion that, you know, what's the point of having tons of money later in life and being unhappy or trying to still be happy when you could just be happy now? It, take the money out of it, for us anyway, take the money out of it and just, just try to have a happy existence now, which exercising and spending time with my family was way more important than having a second job and working and making lots of money with it. It always was, no matter what. You know, whatever job I always had, two or three jobs. I've never not had more than one job. I know. Now you got to do this podcast just to. It's not a fill, job. Fill your time. No, it's not this, a job. This is to help. This is to help people. It's not. It's not a job for me. You know, to, to do the podcast. Um. Would you? Okay. When we're talking, but I was actually going to ask this question when we were talking about the strength part of this. But would you rather fight one? horse-sized duck or a hundred duck-sized horses? I'm just, I'm just uh, curious. Let's just, <laughs> can I just have you repeat that for anyone who isn't familiar with the horse-sized duck and the duck-sized horse? That's all I got, babe. That's all. Can, can, That's can, all can, I, can you repeat the question? I, got because for you. I don't know that everyone, I don't, everyone would, caught that. Would you rather fight one horse-sized duck or a hundred duck-sized horses? I would rather fight one horse-sized duck. 
Seriously? Yes, you always want to fight one. You don't want to fight a group. If you can, if you can fight but one. But they're a little group. They're ducks. It doesn't matter. They're like a size. They're like the size of a David duck. David and Goliath. You always want to fight <laughs> one person or one thing. No matter how ridiculous the, th the thing is, you want to fight <laughs> one of them, not a hundred of them. You know, you don't want to fight multiple. Yeah, you have better better odds for sure. How many? What? It's like Thermopylae. Like, it's, like what, what? I don't have any. It's one on so many. I mean, if you had 300 versus thousands, you have a chance. But if you're one on 100 versus one right. on one, I'm taking one on one. That's all I have. Take the giant. Horse-sized duck. Anybody else have this problem where they got to fight a horse-sized duck? Or? I just want to see how strong you are. You know? A horse is pretty dang strong. I don't think I'm going to go pound for pound with it, but I mean, I'll do my best. <laughs> but it's not a horse. It's a duck, so you're... It's a horse-sized duck. It's I mean, a, I'm guessing it's, it's decently duck, strong. So. I don't know much about ducks, but I would think that, you know... At weight ratio, it's got to be at least at weigh as much as I do it's at that point. It's quacking. It's quacking and bobbing and moving its wings around, flapping around, feathers flying everywhere. Maybe I'm allergic. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it's like a bad scene from uh, Mighty Ducks or something. <laughs> oh gosh, that was unusual. All right. I'm gonna well, ask you one really weird question every time. You thank you for episode two. See you next time.